0: So uh, this week on the podcast as we're in our uh, third week of our uh, fun sermon series of cherry picking scriptures, those scriptures that sometimes get pulled out of context to either give comfort, hope, joy, whatever it's used for bumper stickers, T-shirts, nice catchy mugs that you can buy at Marshall's. we've been kind of kicking around scriptures and, and, and one that floated up to the surface today was from first Peter uh, chapter five, verse seven. And so I'm going to let Zach do his thing by reading that and then we'll dive into that.
1: Absolutely. So first um, Peter chapter five, verse seven, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Matt, I know you've been pretty anxious today, but if you'll just let go and let God, it'll be okay. Just give God all of your anxieties. And you'll be fine, man. Be okay. That's that's what I. <laughs> that is the most common way that I've heard that verse used. In just a man, just don't have your anxieties. Give those to God. Let go, and man, gotta gotta do the rest. It'll it'll be fine. And when we read around this, that's not even close to what uh, what we're getting at here. See, this comes. First uh, Peter chapter five verse seven comes in the midst of really a call uh, and some instructions for for leaders and pastors and and priests and, and just leadership in general of when you've been giving a flock of people to look over here's how you behave here's what we need to remember and so I want to pick up in. Um, well I'll just start in, in verse one. Now, as an elder myself and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as one who shares in the glory to be revealed, I extort the elders among you to tend to the flock that is in your charge, exercising the oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you do, as God would have you do it. Not to the sordid gain, but eagerly, do not lord it over those in your charge, but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will win the crown of glory that never fades. In the same way, you who are younger must accept the authority of of elders. And all of you must clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety upon him, because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert like the roaring lion. Your adversary, the devil prowls around looking for someone to devour. It's this, it's just stuck in there in the midst of, hey, remember that you're a leader, be humble in that. Don't don't lord your authority over people. And when you're anxious, be humble, right? <laughs> this isn't a call for people to let go and let God. It's a reminder that uh, in humble leadership, Yeah, we're going to have some anxieties. We're going to have some struggles. We're going to have these things and not to hold on to that because that lends into our leadership. Um, not on this podcast, but there's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about non-anxious leadership. And that's what we're getting (laughs) at here. We can't lead when we're anxious. Um, but if we're not humble, we're going to run down a road of anxiety really, really quickly. And so I'm going to word vomit
0: or after I word vomit, (laughs) Matthew, <laughs> um, I definitely have seen this used uh, in a in an in a unhealthy way of telling people, just you know that anxiety you have, just get rid of it, um, just give it to God, it'll be okay, um, and not dealing with the um, the issue or situation that's causing the anxiety um i'm a firm believer uh in getting professional help if you're struggling with anxiety and depression and uh as someone who has battled that in the past um and can tell you um that that verse was quoted to me quite a bit actually um and uh i i i'd be honest and and there were times where I wanted to say other words back at these people because I just wasn't, that wasn't what I needed in that time. This is where those verses come into play and and how we use them and how they can matter. While it's great, it looks good on a t-shirt, it looks good on a coffee mug. It doesn't provide the help and comfort that someone mm-hmm. who's dealing with anxiety and depression is having. And so like, <laughs> Yes, God cares about you, (laughs) each and every Mm -hmm. one of you, whether, you know, no matter where you are uh, and um, your life and your journey with your faith, whether you feel extremely connected with God or whether you feel disconnected from God, God still cares about you. That that love is there for you, like there. (sighs) Sometimes it's hard for us to receive that love because we've had hurts, we've had you know we we have put up boundaries to receive that love we've um we just don't know and and that anxiety sets in in such a way that um hearing that verse just and and how it's been uh, utilized doesn't make it helpful right. and it actually does the opposite right and and like that's where like with this verse uh you know i think that we have to pay attention to not only what the larger context is we always encourage you to do that like this is at the mm-hmm. end of this letter this is understand that this is a letter written to a particular community that peter was a part of or attributed to peter depending on how you see that theologically but like i really think if you were to pull this out of context i think the thing to to lean into if you wanted to lean into it would be that last lot the last part of that god cares for you
1: mm-hmm Well, and that's what we're trying to do here with with this series of, here are the things, here are the scriptures that people have taken out of context. Maybe, maybe with good intention, right? But I don't think so. But they're trying to just not even bring hope to people, but just to settle a conversation, to have to to be able to avoid the hard conversations. Where, man, Matt, if you're having a rough time. Uh, I really don't want to talk about that because it makes me uncomfortable, but if you'll just get cast all of your anxieties aside and, and 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 let God have them, you'll be fine, man, and I don't have to talk to you about this anymore, right, um, because I said the really nice hopeful uh, thing, but it's not really helpful, and, and that's what cherry-picking scripture is, part of it. The other part is trying to prove our point um, in a way that's not contextual or accurate or anything else but this is definitely one of those that it it's an when quoted by itself, it's intended to be, I think, a hopeful thing of, man, I want to bring this guy hope. I I know he's down and out. And if he'll just, if he'll just do the work to not be anxious, it will be fine. <laughs> Where in reality, it's not that it's so much more than that, but that's the trouble. That's the sticky wicket we get in when we just throw random verses out there. Um, it's, it's, as bad or worse, or in the same league as telling a parent whose child has died, well, God just needed another angel, right? Maybe you meant that as a hopeful thing, but it's garbage. It's not helpful. And it's it's in fact hurtful. And and for folks who are dealing with depression and anxiety and and just are feeling and embodying those things so deeply, I don't need this scripture. I don't need any. Phrase, I just need you, right? And and I think that's I think that's what First Peter is reminding the leader here of: be there, be present, um, humble yourself, and be present in these moments because they're going to be hard, they're going to be anxious, they're going to be sad, they're going to feel all of these things. And if we as leaders can be present in that, it will make the folks who we are shepherding, who are our flock, less anxious. And, and more present in themselves so that we can together in community work through the humanness of life.
0: So, and I think that that's where, like, you know, like I would said, and you kind of hinted at it too, it's, it's that latter part that we should lean into. Yeah. Not even like worry about like, I'd almost say, Hey, let me give you, you know, someone's looking for a scripture, yeah. like that's looking for some kind of hope in God. Hey, first Peter five, seven B. B. Yeah. <laughs> God cares for you. first uh, right. Peter 5, 7B. Right. Uh, don't look at A, <laughs> just look at B. And you'll find some help in that. Cause I, I as like I said, as someone who's battled this and someone who's who's wrestled with this, I needed that more than I needed the anxiety part. The the right the, or your anxiety on God. Right. Because I'd been doing that. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, sure. I mean I mean I remember times where I was just like flat out just screaming and just like trying to get that out but it wasn't what I needed what I needed was to receive uh, God's love for me yeah and, and see that I'm loved and cared for and that the the struggle that I'm going for and that's why I like you know uh, verse 10 uh, after you've suffered a little while the God of <laughs> grace the God of all grace the one who called you into this eternal glory in Christ Jesus will himself restore empower strengthen and establish you um, you know, sometimes suffering is a part of life. Uh, we all suffer in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't think you can compare sufferings. I don't think you ever should no. compare sufferings. But I think that um, it's God who restores us. It's God who empowers us. It's God who strengthens us. It's God who calls us to be in particular times, in particular places, for particular purposes, so that the uh, kingdom of God can be strengthened Um and, and I think that that's where I love the line. Uh, after we're watching all of the righteous gemstones, to him be the power for always and ever. Amen. You know, yeah. praise, be. <laughs> praise be. Praise be.
1: <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. We're in the season of Lent, right? Where we uh, work to intentionally acknowledge our, our human suffering, right? Our, our mortality. And, and, and we sit in the ashes and it's hard because we as people don't like that feeling um the majority of us don't you know and and we often at least for me I run from that um or not run from it but I suppress it deeply and and don't deal with it uh because I don't like how it makes me feel um but Lent is that intentional time of the year that I give myself permission to feel and to remember what it is to be human to carry me through the rest of the year until we get to Ash Wednesday the following uh because it's important. Feeling, suffering, um, fasting, giving up, being present, being anxious, being and sitting with all of that is so, so important for us as humans, because it allows us, allows us to be fully present in a world uh, and see the hope and grace that is around us. If we don't, if we just hold on to, to all of that and suppress it, I, at least for me, I begin to not see the hope in the world. Uh, And because I don't remember that I too am human and I too suffer and I too need to be present in that with the people around me.
0: Well, and that's where too, if uh, you don't have, if you have a friend, if you know, if you're in a situation, you're talking with a friend and they're um, not helping you see that mental health, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. getting mental health professionals is not, you know, that if they're against that, then you might want to find um either a new friend or definitely go seek a uh, professional help. I'm just a, such a big advocate of it.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, if how, you're if you're decompressing your life to someone and their answer is just throw your anxiety on God and not, hey, maybe you need a therapist.
0: Yeah, maybe you need a therapist. <laughs> um and even if your pastor's doing that, if they're not if they're yeah. not um if that's not what they do, you know, I am not a therapist. I'm nope. very honest about that. Yep. Um I, uh, have no desire to do that. That is not part of my calling. Uh, I will coach you. I will mentor you. Um, but I am not your therapist. And, Mm -hmm. um, I would much rather refer to someone who actually is well-trained than, uh, me try to tell you it's okay. God's got you. Yep. And leave it.
1: I would, I would be cautious. Yes. I would be anxious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to throw that to God. <laughs> yes, of,
1: of any, any person, clergy person, lay person, whom is not licensed, um, a professional yes. in any sort, who insists on counseling you rather than uh, referring you to professionals. I'd be leery of that. Now, there's a difference in being there for people, um, yes. but if they insist that you come to them for counsel, I would ask some more questions.
0: I also think like the big thing too on that is like, how do we do that? How do we be present with people and not like be, make it be a therapy session? I think it's as simple as if you feel uncomfortable about Mm -hmm. what they're talking about, then maybe referring them would be helpful. Now, if it's a hard situation, it's a hard thing, just sitting and being present and making them feel heard. Oh, wait, that's actually in the verse, isn't it? About something about, you know, being clear headed, keeping alert, you know, being, no, no, no.
1: we, we just, aware. we ignore that part though. Well, we, it's uh, just about yeah, no. right. just the five seven. anxieties.
0: Castor five seven. I got to throw it all on that's him. Right. Uh, praise be. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, I think that that's it. And, yeah. you know, Zach and I definitely take that seriously. It's important to us because we have seen the religious harm done in the church, uh, in faith communities, not just Christian church, but in yeah. faith communities where mental health wasn't taken seriously. And I'm, I think even after uh, coming out of my darkness of depression of wrestling with that, I think I've become even more an advocate for it because I know how helpful it is, mm-hmm. um, and um, and all that stuff. And I think that that's important uh, for us to to handle and and to, to wrestle with. So, um, praise be, praise be,
1: <laughs> praise be.
0: Well, and that's what we want to do. We
1: want to encourage you to, one, wrestle with these scriptures, Uh, you know, wrestle with them, take them in, read the larger context and what they are and then how they apply to you. Uh, And if you're out there and you need help uh, and people are just throwing scripture at you or fun little sayings, uh, if you need resources, let us know. We're happy to, wherever you are in this country or this world and you're listening, if you don't know where the resources are, let us know and we will help you find them because uh, it's so important so so important
0: so we encourage you to check out our website at beardedtheologians.com for all of our great content and um, stuff that we have up there um, last week's show with uh, jerry hirshus was amazing um we i Always really conversation <laughs> i really wish we would recorded just the full two hours we had with him and yep. just broke it up into parts the uh and and maybe even charge for that first hour that we had <laughs> just because the one paywall patreon. that we ever had <laughs> our, our patreon <laughs> if we ever had one that would be the definitely one that would be would have been a good one um but you know we've got a lot of great stuff up um and we have we always have great conversations and you know one of the reasons why we started this was to have these conversations and be willing to just talk about faith in a way that wasn't um, degrading or demeaning or a, a, a truly authentic way of sharing faith because we want like if we can get more people to do this healthier, mm-hmm. can you imagine how much better the world would be? I mean, right. I, I really do. Like, I think Zach and I really would just, that's what we're shooting for for this, yeah. uh, that, and it also holds us accountable to actually do things, uh, for ourselves <laughs> spiritually. Yep. And, uh, I can tell you, I was uh, working on the website this afternoon or this morning and just remembering the the why for this is that we were doing this to hold us spiritually accountable, um, mm-hmm. to each other and to God. And, um it has definitely done that in these last five years and looking forward to the years to come. And yep. so uh for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Baseball's back! Baseball guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumb push that thumbs up.